All right, guys, I'm back before liner. So this has been a super long episode. So we're breaking this up into two parts. Uh, so we just covered like disc one of the album, Mr. Moran, the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar, the new album. So we're going to do disc two now. So this is from the song Count Me Out all the way to Mirror. Um, if you guys didn't go and watch the first one already, go watch that. We, we run through United in Grief uh, all the way to Purple Hearts. And we also have like a very, we go off on a, a little bit away from the album from one po- at one point in the podcast because we want to just like talk about a lot of different stuff. We really go in depth on the purpose of having Kodak Black on his album because it's something that uh, is very polarizing, very controversial. But we also discuss how that's kind of the purpose of it. So go watch that if you haven't. I think it's a very important episode. And I think we had some of the best conversation we've ever had on this podcast. I think I think it's the best. Elijah thinks it's the best. Maybe you guys will think the same. But yeah, we're going to do this too now. Um, and if anyone watches both of these the entire way through, like that's awesome. Um, I understand they're both going to be pretty long. Um, and pretty like topic heavy. So yeah, we appreciate anyone who is like that real of a fan because we're just starting this off. You know, we only got like 30 subs or so. And we got like an Instagram account of like just like 40 followers. But like seriously, we do appreciate all of you guys. And uh yeah, let's uh let's get right into disc two. all right so we got we got count me out um which i feel like is i mean he just says like i love when you count me out that's like the hook and like what i took away from it is it's him kind of just accepting that people will doubt him or people will misinterpret him or like they won't be um you know, they, they, they won't understand what's going on in his life. Yeah. That's kind of what I took away from it. Um, yeah, I, I would say I took that away too. And also, um, like, there's more to him than just, like, what people see. Um. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So, and it's like you can't expect people to like see every aspect of you. And I've I've even thought about yeah. this recently about how I've had to accept that people will uh, like not fully understand me. Like, and most mm-hmm. people will never understand you in your lifetime. Like, the only person, the people that will understand you the most are people in your family or your significant other or kids you have in the future or like maybe a few of your best friends and even then like you think about the person that knows you the best they don't even like 
they really don't know you. Like the only person that really knows you is yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you really have to come to like accepting the fact that like people just aren't going to know you like fully. Yeah. And like, that can be like, <laughs> yeah. that can be like a tough thing to accept. Like that can take time. Cause like, yeah. that's something that I run into like frustration with uh, being misinterpreted. Like people misinterpret me. People mm-hmm. think I like, I'm in a certain mood or like, uh, they think I think certain things or just because I'm playing devil's advocate means that I am believing that it's just like, I like to challenge thoughts and like look at other sides. And I like to, you know, I try to, I try to get to the best understanding of things as I can possible. So you have to look at like both sides of stuff when it comes to that. But yeah, those are my thoughts that are coming out. Um, Production style, nothing like, I don't think it was anything that uh, I've never heard before. Yeah. Um, but, okay. After Count Me Out. Production was good. Oh, um, yeah, do you have anything to say on the production of Count Me Out? Oh, no, I was just saying that I liked the production. That's yeah, yeah. Um, as far as, uh, like, Crown, I really like this song because it's just, like, I, I, it's classic Kendrick, like yeah. the singing, the singing of Kendrick. I love it. I just love the chorus and just him. Once again, we talked about this in the past episode about him just like accepting the fact that he's not going to be able to like please everyone. He's not going to make everyone happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved how like piano heavy it was. Yeah. Like, it's just like dun, 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 like just like and then when they add the extra layers like the extra vocals where extra. you just go super high pitched yeah yo that was nice that was really yeah nice. i mean i was like i was like when i was hearing that i was just like yeah. let's go like <laughs> yeah no it's, a, it's um, a very beautiful song yeah um do you have anything further to say on like crown um I think, yeah, I think really just like the big message was, you know, can't please everybody and, uh, yeah, it was really, it was just, it was a nice, it's a nice song. It's a nice. I feel like uh, it's a nice break in the album. Like it, it, yeah. it gives you time to just kind of like, like take a second to just like breathe and just like calm down. Like it's almost like, like the meditative part of the album where you can just kind of. Uh-huh. Just like take a second to just bring get get your energy back because this album has so like it's so overwhelming and you're taking a lot in. So I feel like that like meaningly, like the meaning of it and the sound of it, like just gives you time to just like get a little break. Yeah. Also, I'm looking at the lyrics right now. Uh something that just caught my attention too. Um when he said thought a new car would help but when that but when that new car when the new car get old yeah i'm I sure want something, something else. else yeah like you can't like he's trying to find like he's saying he happiness. can't even please himself yeah yeah and so it's like, like how, how is he gonna happiness in other things right so it's like if he can't even please himself how does he how does he expect himself to like please other people exactly. when he can't even like he can't even find like satisfaction out of his own life. Uh-huh. 
and like or he just struggles with that you know yeah and like that's that's something i feel like majority of people if not every single person struggles with in their life you know it's like that it's like that balance of like uh being grateful for what you have like having like that gratitude and then like also having that like motivate you to go get more yeah and people people miss one or the other like people are either like they're too grateful to a point where it's like they get complacent and lazy and they just like kind of let things like stay how they are or it's like people are too um like motivated to like get to the next thing that they never appreciate what they have and then it's like you're just playing this like one more game or like you're always going to want one more and you're never going to get to that end because there just like is no end yeah so it just gets like that that gets exhausting i've played that game too like i've gotten so caught up in like how much money can i make mm-hmm. or like or it could even be like it could even be like the podcast like how many views how many views can we get the podcast to? like i want, I want oh, yeah, one more definitely. view i want one more follower one more subscriber it's like <laughs> Yeah. You know, <laughs> no, you know it's like you get caught up in that, but you gotta like be grateful. Like, hey, we got we got thirty people that listen to us, or forty people that follow uh-huh. us, or like, you know, we got people who actually do care. Yeah, you no, know? like, like when when like when we and we and Rashad dropped Lucy's, like, I was checking the streams, like like the monthly listeners right, yeah. on Spotify every day. Yeah, and like and at first you're set with like a hundred views, but then you're like, man, I want a thousand. Yeah, and then once you get a thousand, you're like, I want ten thousand. Uh huh. Yeah, but it's yeah. just like you sometimes just get caught up in wanting more, or like you get angry that you don't have more. Yeah, it's like you got to have that patience. Yeah. So I feel like it's like having like being grateful and just like having like patience, and then just like also not getting caught up in like like the highs or the lows. Yeah. Like, you know, like, because if you get too caught up in the highs, it's like you're going to live in something that's like already like kind of done. Like, it's like, yo, you, you were hot. You were hot shit six months ago, dude. Why are you celebrating that still? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's good to be grateful, but you don't want to get caught up in the past. I feel like that's kind of. Yeah. Because then it might, it'll like if you did something great in the past and you keep staying on that, then it's going to prevent you from doing other great things or doing even greater things in the future. Right. Yeah. I had that, I had that one thing. I had that. Right. 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 And, and it's like, once again, you don't want to get too caught up in the lows because it's like, if you get too caught up in the lows, that's going to stop you from like, like attempting again, if you fail once, you know? And the thing is like, one thing that people say is like the people who, succeed the most have failed the most like that's like you know it's like you you successfully fail it's like you gotta like fail in a way in which you learn it's Mm -hmm. like you know you 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 keep attempting and you're gonna keep failing and then like there'll be that one thing that succeeds and then that'll like be the the this like the jump spring or the spring whatever what the hell the fuck (laughs) things called you guys get the point yeah we we do what you're saying yeah you you know what i'm saying and it's like that's kind of what is you never know it's like it's also like the whole they the whole picture it's like there's like that dot there's that guy digging for gold or digging for diamond it's like the person who gives up right when they're at the end yeah yeah yeah. i forgot they start like yeah it's like the person who keeps digging like the person who just stops and walks away and he could have been he could have been one song away or he could have been one video away. Yeah. It's like, 
that's that's something too you don't want to get too caught up with failing because it's like it's a part of the it's a part of the journey it's a part of the road yeah but yeah um so yeah crown good shit good shit Mm -hmm. um we got silent hill with kodak black (laughs) <laughs> man such a smooth song stressed out stressed out stressed out <laughs> i love that too like they just man. so good with these like little moments sometimes yeah. in certain songs i'm like oh that was like that was such a unique choice right there to just I saw, have a little break off i thought the beat switch was like when the intro of the song like yeah, came yeah. on was not expecting the rest of the song to sound like how it right. I was like, whoa. Yeah, it sounds oh, like yeah, a it sounds like cool. some like laser gun or something like like the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Cause it was you like know. it was like choiry and stuff and then it went boom. And then when it it just went to a trap beat. Yeah. Um so as far as like uh the meaning of the song, like I feel like the theme that I take away from Silent Hill is like they're just saying like dude you gotta just like not let these like people who are like negative for you like really get to you and like you gotta kind of like rub it off it's like it's like kind of funny almost and that's what i feel like that's why he does like the huge it's just like it's just like you're just kind of like laughing about like it's just kind of funny i feel like that's like the whole point of it like it's like these people in your lives that like cause so much like frustration for you or like it's like, just yo, like they aren't good. It's just like you gotta like not get caught up in that. Yeah, don't get lost in the sauce. Don't get lost in the sauce, like we said in the past. <laughs> like, we, like we said, yeah, no, yeah. Don't get lost. Don't, in... don't want to put too much sauce. Yeah, in it. I feel like I feel like that's really like what this song was like. Don't get like don't get lost in the sauce and like also like everybody's got an opinion and at some point you just gotta do you. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I know like a lot of people like love that song and I think it's like, it's solid, but I don't know. Like it, it's, I, I wouldn't say it's like one of my like favorites on the album personally, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I, I get it. I get, it. you know, people, people I, I like, people love Kodak on that. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fun, I think like, like artistic wise, it's not the best but just right, right, right. for a standalone song like it's a good it's like song. a fun song yeah 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 um the next song we got is the savior interlude uh which is baby keem over piano uh-huh. um i should pull up the lyrics to that uh what 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 kind of like takeaways did you get from i mean because i feel like so some of it um it's just him talking about some of the stuff that he grew up like witnessing, obviously, and how like it's just like that's what was normal for him to see, you know. Um, and like, okay, the beginning dialogue is like, if you derive your sense of identity mm-hmm. from being a victim, let's say bad things were done to you when you were a child, and you develop a sense of self that is based on the bad things that happen to you it's kind of i even said this earlier in the past episode when i was talking about therapy it's like basically saying like when you grow up in a certain environment or with like certain people around you 
and you see it so much and that's just like what your life is based off of like you just like kind of become that and it just becomes like the norm and you may not even realize like it's negative or it's bad for you Mm -hmm. yeah that's like kind of how i was saying like you got to be careful with like how you treat kids because it really does affect them in the long run and also i think another takeaway that you could have from this too is like like you can't like you can't look at yourself as the victim right because because every everybody uh, everybody is a victim but right everyone yeah like oh like woe is me like no shut up everybody everybody's been a victim of something at some point like people and people don't understand like right like people don't uh so people don't understand why like uh, like people don't want to hear about their problems and it's like I think the main reason why is because everyone's got their own shit going on and they're trying to figure it out and they don't have to figure it out so yeah you know um and you can find people that want to listen to your problems but like also at the end of the day you got to do something about it you can't just keep continuously talking about it or doing nothing right. it's like you got to take those right. steps where you're like or you got to you got to start the I think the first step is like asking or questioning it's like, mm-hmm. hmm, like what is the problem or like or, or if you have the problem, figure out, like, huh, like, what do I do about this problem, you know? Yeah. And, like, if, if you always look at yourself as the victim, then, you know, you're never going to look at the good things that you have. Right. And you, you're not going to be able to appreciate just, you know, life. Yeah, and people, I feel like people misconstrue that as, like, oh, so you're saying that, like, oh, I can't be, I can't be sorry for myself, or, like, I can't, like... Oh, like my problems aren't like problems. Like, it's like no problems. one's saying that your problems yeah. are problems, and like you should acknowledge that. And like that shit does suck, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's saying like you got to get to a point eventually, and people go at their own pace, but you got to get to a point eventually where like you're comfortable like um, tackling those issues and working through them. Yeah, like uh, there's this there's this saying, it's uh, like the uh something olympics like the uh what is it i forget but it's based like it's just like basically saying that like people have this competition of like who's been treated the worst and who has yeah it's like who gets the trophy for like having the most (laughs) suffering and it's like you can't compare suffering because like your suffering is your suffering you don't know what it's like suffer like someone else you know what i mean and it's like that also goes back to like the money doesn't buy happiness thing because like like it's something that like you may not understand if you haven't had money yet but once Mm -hmm. you have money it makes you happy for a very short amount of time and then you just go back to where you were because like at the end of the day two arms, two legs, two eyes, you know, it's just like you are a human being and like, you're still going to feel everything you feel. So like for you to think that money is going to fix your problems, almost you're almost in a, in a way having an ego. Cause it's like, like you think you're gonna have no problems once you have money. Who the fuck do you think you are? You know, <laughs> yeah. like honestly. So it's just, it's, and, but also once again, like it's understandable. Cause like if you've never had money, you might just think that. And sometimes that's the way it's perceived from what you see yeah you know and, and or someone may even tell you like money doesn't buy happiness and you can understand that you may even agree with it but you may not even walk in that 
like in your life, you may think like, well, maybe it's different for me. Like maybe I will get happiness out of it. You know, like maybe it will solve all my problems, you know, because it's like, well, that, that was that guy. That guy's different for me. Like it's not going to be the same for me, you know, Uh plays back into the ego a little bit. Yeah. But, and um, I mean, I'm not going to act like money doesn't solve anything. Like definitely solves some problems, but yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't solve like your mental issues, mental problems. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, a lot of like a lot of a lot of it. <laughs> problems are for you you know yeah um but obviously like if you are like like in a financially like bad situation like the first priority probably is like and you're in a better financial situation. it's not saying like stay poor like you know like or yeah. like you know like you shouldn't work through that problem or like figure that out or like address that because that's like obviously important too you know uh-huh but yeah so that savior interlude, I, I really liked it. I thought, I thought that was like pretty impressive for Baby Keem too, because like Baby yeah. Keem, he's someone where like a lot of his songs are like made for hype, um, which there's a time and place for that, and like they are fun songs and they're very the, the sonically, the production he has so many different um, like emotions that he plays into with his production, you know. Like he can play into like that rage, like that anger you have. Yeah. Or he can play into just kind of like the more melodic stuff. So he does all that, but it was just like, it was cool to see him like really um, dive into like his bars and his lyrics a bit more in the song. Yeah. Um, Like it honestly might be like some of the most impressive stuff I've heard from him. And it's not even from his album. Uh huh. You know? Yeah, no, um, I agree. But yeah, okay, so from uh, it transfers right into the song Savior with Kendrick Lamar and Baby Keem. Baby Keem does the chorus. Um, so we kind of talked about the song a little bit on the last episode, but like he opens it up saying, like, uh, basically that like Kendrick, Cole, Future, and LeBron, they're all these like role models that you look up to. It's like there are these people that like you you have learned like big lessons from, but it's like they aren't gonna be like your superhero that puts on the cape and like saves your life. Yeah. And um I mean I feel like that's the whole like theme of the song. Uh-huh. Um and then uh as far okay, also like just like sonically, like like what do you think of this elijah uh like just of like the production production. yeah um i thought it i thought it was um for some reason i can't remember how this song sounds (laughs) like i know i know how the words go like are you happy for me yeah yeah it's that right but I can't remember how it sounds at all. No, that's that's fair. It's like it has some piano, and then it has like, uh, like the guy's like, if you wanna know, no, and like in between all that, it's like, like Kendrick is like saying a verse, and then like it goes. It's hard to explain, but anyways, like I like personally love the production of it, and um, Baby Keem produced. I believe Baby Keem produced this one. 
Um, oh, I do. I do remember how. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I love this song. I love. Yeah, it. like I, I think, I think, like yeah. this is this will probably be like, um, this or Mr. Morale, like production wise, I love the most. Like just because it's just so re-listenable for me. Yeah. Um, like I don't think I don't think Savior is ever gonna get old for me. I also don't think Mr. Morale is ever gonna get old. They're just they really like uplift you. Uh huh. Um. Oh, and it's like it has like he he just really plays with like having vocals within the beat, just like multiple layers of like vocals within the beat, and that's like, I mean, I don't really, I, you know, I'm not gonna say like I know shit about production, but I feel like that that is not that is not an easy task. Yeah. Um, and then I just like I just like how he just like he opens it up just like. It with like the Spanish like bars, just like CC, like Benaki, like Salem <laughs> like it's just like so smooth, you know. Uh-huh. Um, so that's dope too. And then also just like him being like, also whole, the whole part with Baby Keem just being like, like smile on your face, but are you happy for me? It's just like him saying like people like just like put on this fake happiness for other people. Like, are they really? Are they really happy for them? Are are they really proud of this person's accomplishments or do they like resent them or, or envy them? Or are they like actually like hiding it because like they're jealous? Is that yeah. why they put on the smile? They're, they're, they're like wanting to, they're wanting to be happy for their success, but they're just not deep down inside. Yeah. yeah. Which I feel like that's a lot of people. Cause it's like, you know, it's like for some, for a lot of people, it's hard to not be like envious of like someone else's success you know yeah no Um, it is like i definitely i think like um i know i think like if we're just talking about ourselves i think i think that's something that i like have a problem with and like i'm trying to fix like just having jealousy of other people's success right because like Cause I have, I want to be like really successful too, and just like when I see other people having success, it's like, oh man, like I need to do, I need to do that, right? Or it's just like, do you yeah, do you think like, like it, it's more like, are you like, you're like that's dope, like I want that too, kind of thing, like like I think do you ever get like mad about it, like do you ever get mad about it, like I think it's. More like recently, like I think in the past year, I've gotten a lot better at like actually being happy for them and like right. being like, oh, that's like being proud of them and being like that's dope and stuff. But yeah. I, I think like in the past, yeah, like I would kind of get mad about it, or even right. like in extreme cases, like wish that they failed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, 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 not gonna lie, like there. So my whole thing is like, there are people that, um, I, I think when it comes to people that, th- there's two categories. I'm either like, I'm either happy that like you're successful, and I'm like that's dope, and I want that too. Uh-huh. Like with certain friends of mine who are successful and like whatever it is, like I'm like that's that's awesome. Like I want I want to like strive for that too. Uh, but then. Because people that I don't fuck with, I'm like, I hope that person is never successful. I'm like, I want this person to fucking fail. 
like and just <laughs> never succeed like i ha- i'll have those thoughts like i'll admit it like i'm just like yeah i'm like this person who like fucked me over or like like made someone i care about in my life like their situation shitty like i wish upon like just like fail failure you know because uh-huh. <laughs> i'm like i'm like i hope karma catches up to you you fucker yeah. like it's like that's my it's like i i hope yeah. like someone something else takes care of the revenge for me uh-huh. that's I, almost like the way i look at it yeah i mean yeah i think i think karma 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 catches up to everybody as yeah. good or bad yeah um, but yeah like yeah i think with people that i don't like um and, and also, I, I just want to say, like, a lot of people that, like, most of the people I feel like I don't like are, like, tend to not. I mean, there are people that are successful that I don't like, but, yeah. like, for the most, I, I don't, most people I know aren't successful because, like, when you're 21, most people aren't successful. Like, when you're in your 20s, like, you're still, like, building your life for yourself. And we're just yeah. talking, like, success as far as, like, just career, like, whatever, materialistically. But it's just, like, um, most of the people that most of the people aren't successful. And if like, there's someone I don't like, I'm just like, I'm like, there's certain people where I'm like, I feel like they don't deserve to like ever see success. And these are like my ignorant thoughts I have. I'm like, I feel like this person doesn't deserve to have success, especially if there's someone who wishes for a success, but they never put in like any kind of work. I'm like, why, why would you ever deserve success? You know? Yeah. Like that's my whole thing. Like they're not willing to like face failure. Like they're like the people who will constantly like give like ignorant, immature like uh critiques, like critiques that aren't even like helpful. It's just like like this fucking sucks. And then it's just like then they never go on to like make anything of their own. And it's like that also leads into like people who that those type of people don't create stuff because they're so like hard to critic about like other people's artwork that like they build it up so much that they fear ever making their own thing because they don't want to fail about their own shit and they know how much they judge other people so they're like oh my god people are going to judge me just as much and they care about the judgment so much from other people so it's like they don't go on and create their own shit yeah like that's i don't know and like that that is where i'm like i am immature where i'm just like man i don't want to see this person <laughs> succeed in that way you know so it's yeah. like i gotta i gotta work on that yeah see like you know we all got we all got issues yeah we all got and our like, flaws we all got our problems yeah and you know we're working on them and that's all you that's all you can do right um also dude there was one part in the song where kendrick he says then he taught COVID and prayed the pfizer for relief then I caught COVID and started to question Kyrie. Will I stay organic or hurt in this bed for two weeks? And I was like, Yeah. Did he yeah, not get vaccinated? A, that was a crazy lie. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, and it says, and then it's it quotes, it goes like, because you really want to know. So it's like him basically like implying like he might have he like Kendrick might not be someone who got vaccinated. Yeah. You know. Because maybe he has the belief of like, I don't want to like put this like into me when it's like so new or whatever. Like maybe that's like maybe that's like the angle he has, you know? Yeah. Like or or it's him or it's him having like the he's having like difficulty like 
like figuring out what he wants to decide. Yeah. You know, because he probably looks at it as like, Oh, like, I don't know. This isn't like an organic thing to put in me, you know, but, Mm -hmm. and he talks about how like, that's questionable. Like that's like, you know, um, but that comment, I was like, Holy shit. Is Kendrick an anti-vaxxer? <laughs> but it's it's interesting because like like vax. I mean, so many people have gotten the vaccine already, and like more people, because like my dad, he's in the uh, like the medical. Did you hear that? The the medical. No, what, what? never, never mind. Never mind. There was something in the background. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's funny. Anyways, continue. But um, what I was saying is like your dad led us like the medical like prescription kind of stuff. Yeah, right? well, my my dad he worked he's in like the pharmaceutical like business. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and like he was saying like a lot of these like tests that they do on vaccines and just medications are really aren't on a lot of people before they put it on the market and yeah. like, or, the, or million, they don't even give it a lot of time either. Yeah. Like millions of people have gotten vaccinated and for the most part, everybody is fine. So like, if you want to talk about like, it hasn't been tested enough. Like this is like, this plenty, is the like test. you could just say this is the test and like, yeah, it's working. Right. And uh, it's also one of those things where, like, I don't believe this, but there are people who, like, believe, like, what if some shit happens in, like, 10 years? You know? Like, that's, that is, I think that's a thing that, like, yeah. prevents well, some people from taking it out because they're like, what if some shit happens in 10 years that, like, we're unaware like, of? Like, it causes cancer and, like, but we then all it's die like, from we cancer. Could talk, we could talk about, we could, we could, we can just tie it back into, um, worldwide steppers where exactly we all these things that are slowly killing us so it's like right right, right exactly. at this point bro fuck it like like mcdonald's yeah McDonald's. I, I love myself at mcchicken dude i love <laughs> mcchickens man I, I eat those shit up but yeah no i mean it's you know i'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate here you know because that's like that's some shit that people yeah. would say and also another thing like that people would maybe argue is just like this isn't the same thing though because this is a vaccine and what I'm about to talk about is just like shit you take to like feel better. Mm-hmm. There's the whole opioid epidemic, and it's gotten a lot, it's gotten better, but it could get even better. Yeah. And like people talk about how they were so quick to like give people pills because they're like pills will just like solve people's like unhappiness or depression because they're like oh people are like oh just take like um whatever it is like there's there's a lot of different ones out there you know um so like let's say like there's like i mean well there's other things so like adderall and vivance those are like things that are like they can be good but if misprescribed if they're like to the wrong person that isn't good for them you know and like people abuse that shit but back when opioids were like first becoming a thing in america it's like that shit was just like being distributed and it wasn't even like fully figured out yet and like a lot of people were dying from that shit because they got addicted to it Mm -hmm. um because they were told like yo this is just like what you take you'll feel better and stuff and then it literally kills people so 
I think like that would be something that people would bring up where it's like, well, America has done this thing in the past where it's like they give something that isn't like natural to people and they say like, yeah, this is the solution. But then it like had such a negative impact in the long run. But once yeah. again, this is different because it's a vaccine, you know, and it's like you get a shot, like, you know, you get yeah. two shots, you get the booster. I don't know. Maybe the booster is going to be a thing that people do like every six months to a year. Yeah. Like, it might just be one That's of those things good. you do at like, like a checkup, like a yearly checkup. But yeah, those, that's like my whole thing on that. Um, but yeah, let's, let's, let's move on from the, the COVID talk, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we've all heard enough of it. Last two years. Yeah. Like I already heard enough of it before I even started talking about it, you know? Yeah. Um, anything more on like, uh, the savior song? Um, no, I don't have anything more. Um, okay, cool. So we'll move on to, and I'm sure there's more to say about that one, but I feel yeah. like this next one is a lot more important. So yeah. uh, there's the song Anti-Diaries, which I feel like has gotten the most attention. Um, it's caused like the most conversation, I feel like, on the entire album. Yeah. Um, and Anti-Diaries is all about like his aunt uh being transgender and like becoming a man you yeah. know um and then i think he also doesn't he talk about um does he talk about anyone else or is it just like about his aunt the whole time um i think his cousin too if i'm yeah right 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 because he talks about interpreting it correctly right right um but yeah like his whole thing on this song i think so i actually had a conversation with two people from my college uh, about this song because I want to talk about this. So he uses like the F word in here. Uh -huh. um, and what the person said that I was talking to, uh, their pronouns are they, them. Uh -huh. And they were talking about how it wasn't the best decision for him to use that word. Um, but my whole rebuttal with it was to show, I feel like it in a way was necessary because he's talking about how when he grew up, he's obviously being taught that like, like being gay is linked to just like a negative connotation, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, he's using these slangs because he doesn't know the repercussions of the words that he's saying. And he doesn't understand like, what these words are really doing um and like using that i feel like once again it's he's using the same tactic for the purpose in which he used kodak black like he's using that word in anti-diaries because he knew if he used that word it would get like people people's attention yeah him just like repeating it three times and like doing that like four different times throughout the song like his whole purpose of doing that was so that like the crowd that he wants that like the crowd that should be hearing the song is hearing the song. Yeah. Cause think about, you know, think about it. And like, I feel like this is going to be a song that people go back to for like the next 20 to 30 years. Like it's going to be a song that people like go back to in hip hop and be like, yeah, like he like talked about like, like facing like 
and accepting like, you know, people for being transgender and like making the decision uh-huh. they want to make and like growing up and starting to like understand uh, that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, you know, uh, go, go ahead. Um, yeah. I was going to, I agree with everything you said and like, I think like he was like, yeah, he didn't, he didn't understand really like, what that word meant and you know and like dealing with his aunt and cousin being transgender he had to be more like aware of you know the gay slander and like using that word too um and also you know the very very at the very end of the song you know, he's like, we can all like, we can all say the F word. And this is, and this is more towards like, like black people, like yeah. our community, you know, like we can all say the F word only if you let a white girl say the N word though. So it's like, right, right. it's like they, those two like derogative words, like, you know, it's like, you can. Like you're, you're like, okay. You're, you're okay with You're like going to be okay with that. But you're gonna like you're not gonna be okay with a white girl saying the n word. So it's like, right. like either you got to be okay with a white girl saying the n word, um, or like you can't you can't, say, be, okay with, you like, can't be okay all with the baseline. Yeah, you're yeah. either okay like, with like, all of it or you're you not. You can't like pick and choose like yeah, what you're yeah, okay you can't pick and choose. with like the like you know like cause, yeah exactly you, you you put it perfectly yeah. Um, and yeah, like that, I mean, that's like, that's just like a, you know, it's it's important because, I mean, I won't say that it's the most homophobic genre because, like, who knows? Maybe we'll, people will debate like there's a different genre that's just as homophobic or more. But like, there are definitely like vocally homophobic people in this genre, you know? Yeah. Like, because you had the whole shit with like the baby back like a year ago, and then you had. You know, you've had like Boosie say stuff. You've had like a lot of people in the community yeah. say stuff. And yeah, I think it's just like important that he made the song because Kendrick is one of the greatest rappers that people look up to. Mm-hmm. That people consider him one of the greatest rappers of all time. So for him to make a song that's about this, I feel like it's really important because he understands the influence that he has on like yeah. people and like the genre itself. So it's like, it's it's just like, I feel like it's just a part of like kind of what needs to happen anyways. And also like in the song he was talking about, he mentioned how like he was dealing with the whole transgender thing way before it really like became a, it was a a trend thing. Yeah. Like with the gender thing, like he's like, look, I've like, I've been dealing with this before yeah before like it really became like trending in the public eye and like something right. to talk about so it's like he was kind of just saying like i'm not new to this and like this isn't a new like a new thing like it's been around right yeah yeah and i mean even for me like i feel like for a while i i thought like oh it's a new thing you know because yeah. when the whole bruce jenner shit happened i'm pretty sure we were like in early we high school young. we were either in early, high school, early high school school we were either yeah. in middle school or like i think we were in like late middle school early high school 
but like once again that was a while ago that was like seven years ago you know that that was like we that was a long time ago that was almost like half of our lifetime ago so it's like even for like people in our generation it's like there are a lot of people that are like really against like or not even against people are just not accepting or, or it could be you could consider that the same thing but people just aren't very accepting of people who are transgender and to even go like further with it like let's say you then do become accepting of transgenderism like you just may be uninformed or ignorant on the topic or like you just need to like learn more about it and like yeah. i mean that goes for myself like i'm de- there's definitely times where like i have questions like i have a lot of questions for like a lot of stuff in that community and it doesn't even come from a bad place like you know it's just like i'm just trying to understand it but also it's like you gotta accept that like you're not gonna understand everything because you're not you're you're like if like it's the same thing with like someone who's gay or like any of that it's like you're not gonna understand you're not gonna really fully understand it unless if you are like gay or transgender or whatever it is so You know, there is that whole aspect too, but yeah, it's just like, um, I guess just trying to under, trying to put yourself in like their shoes as best as you possibly can is always yeah. like the best way to approach it. And that goes for like all, that goes for all human beings of all kinds. Uh-huh. Like even the terrible ones, even the terrible ones. It's like, you gotta understand why people become evil. Exactly. Like, I'm like another reference from like the philosophy class I took. Like there was this, I forget who the the name of the guy who had this, like who initially came up with the idea. But basically the idea was that like, there are no like truly like bad people. It's like, they're a product of, they're a product of the society. And like, it's a reflection mm-hmm. on how we are as a society. And like, it just means that like, we need to do better. And like, I honestly like kind of agree with this like a lot because like, there's so many things that people do just because of something that's happened to them or they have like trauma right, or yeah. they've been taught that this, like this is how you're supposed to do things. Mm. Um, and just getting treated poorly all the time is going right. to bring out bad things. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like we can't really judge, judge people for, doing bad things because you never know what how you would react in that situation right, or right. how you would react for going through something so traumatic so it's like you know who who are we to who are we to judge who are we to say like yeah I, I feel like i feel like people have to like um question like help like people have to question like uh, like help and health like how how do you like how, how how can someone be helped how can someone become healthier or like whatever it is um like this once again this just goes for people who just do like things that hurt themselves or others you know um 
so yeah i mean that's just like that's well that will be continuous forever like i'm sure there will always be like humans will always just have like issues and the thing is like we've always had the same the problem is we've always had the same issues but it's just like continuing to like constantly work on that and like if you can just get one person to like change like like that's awesome you know yeah and you, but it's just like you gotta be grateful for one person like getting better and then like you gotta just like continue it's like once again it comes back to the success thing like it's like you gotta be grateful but then also like continue on for more and be like how, how far can we take this yeah um but yeah like uh I, w- I was gonna say like the one thing that's not even like questionable is if if someone is doing something that is doesn't hurt their self or others then we have we should not be judging at all like you know what i mean like we should be accepting and okay with that and like that just goes for someone being transgender like if you're if you decide to be transgender or like you are transgender it's like that's not hurting you or anyone else like that it's like that's something that you felt like it, that's that's who yeah. you are you know that's just who you are so yeah like the only like, person that is affecting is the person who did it right and it also like comes back to like the honesty thing like you got to be honest with yourself and like if you honestly feel like you were born with the gender that you don't want to identify as then like you should fucking change your gender or like you should like question your gender you know so it's just like that's yeah. you know so yeah that's what that's what i gotta say about that and yeah i don't know like this could be talked about for a long time um i feel like it'd be i feel like elijah and i should have someone on the show at some point who's like transgender i feel like that'd be that'd be a very like i would love to do an episode like that to like just have like a sit down conversation with someone who's like a part of that community because yeah like I know I can speak for myself. I'm ignorant on a lot of shit with it. And like <laughs> yes. I would want to respectfully ask like a shitload of questions because like there's a lot of things that I feel like I wonder and I wanna I wanna have like the courage to like ask those questions because I wanna I wanna like become as informed as I can possibly on that subject. Yeah. And like it's also for the view like it's also for the people that are listening. So like like people who listen to this can be informed on it too. I feel like it's like super important. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, like we'll, I feel like we'll eventually make that happen. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's, those are anti diaries, man. <laughs> yeah. And also anti-diaries. like his, like his, like just like him, like talking, like it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, my auntie is a man now. He's just like he's just like very like chill about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like as far as delivery, it's like it's hard yeah. to kind of like ignore what he's saying. Yeah. No, that's that's true. Cause I remember when like when I first heard him say that, it was like the first line, right? Yeah. Like, auntie, I was like, whoa. <laughs> like oh, like, oh, oh okay. and and uh, like another thing that the, the the beginning dialogue that opens up with is like, it says like heart plays in ways the mind can't figure out, and it's basically saying like, like just because like your mind works a certain way doesn't mean that's like how your heart works. Yeah, you know what I mean like they're two separate things, and it's just saying like maybe like your mind is like yo like. 
you just end up becoming like like you're 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 a male like you know it's like you're 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 uh you're biologically born a male but then like your heart's like this just doesn't feel right you know yeah like you you emotionally feel like i don't know like i i i feel that i'm a female and then it's like that's you you decide to do that because of your heart yeah so i feel like that was like a cool opening thing it's uh-huh. very like condensed and you can really understand it and then like at the end it says like this is how we conceptualize like human beings yeah. so it's just like talking about like this is like this is just like the way that people think of humans yeah and that's like you know you could talk about that for a while and that is a very broad umbrella like that's you could apply that to not just like the topic of being transgender yeah you can apply that to like everything human pretty much yeah and i like i just wanted to say like we are talking like so much about so much shit that it's almost yeah. like i like, almost it'd almost be cool to like make these like like 20 minute things and just like put out a bunch of different ones but i feel like we'll just make these like two parts and like it'll just be a shitload of stuff and if yeah. people want to listen to it all they will like i don't really know how many people are going to listen all the way through but i feel like these are like pretty great conversations um but yeah uh that that was anti-diaries and um the next song on the album mr morale Morale. so like as far as (laughs) mr morale (laughs) we are not the lanes but yeah so (laughs) mr morale this song when it came to uh like just this the sound like um just his flow like the it's like like that that whole flow just worked mm-hmm. perfectly with the beat yeah and um just like the energy he brings in his voice where he just like does like the he does like the intentional like voice crack or like yeah. the intentional rise in his voice uh-huh um he's like Uzi's your father in deep meditation. My spirit's awakened. My brain is asleep. And he goes like asleep. Like he just yeah. like that like delivery. He's always so creative with that kind of like change and like pitch or whatever. Uh-huh. Like his tone. Right. Yeah. He's I, I feel like as far as far as tone goes, like he's one of the most like uh diversified rappers with tones. Cause he's done like the He'll just do like the like it's like raspy and low and like fuck you and like just like anger filled and uh-huh. um like uh he did that on the song from to pimp a butterfly uh you where he's just like he's just yeah. like basically cursing himself out for like uh-huh. hating himself yeah. but yeah it's just like he's very diversified with his delivery and mr morale i love it it's like Honestly, this is, I feel like this has been the song I personally have played the most. Yeah. I like, I like Mr. Morale. Um, um yeah. But I'm looking at lyrics, trying to find stuff that stood out to me. Um, oh, yeah. The, uh, he brought up, he brought up R. Kelly again. He oh, said, yeah. Uh, think about Robert Kelly. If he weren't molested, I wonder if life failed him. Yeah. Or just like, yeah, 
So, yeah, like I like how I said, like how people are treated, like like what R. Kelly did was terrible, and but like, like why? It's like you got a question, like why is he like, like that? Why did he do it? Right? Well, like why is this he, evil person like that? He was molested as a kid. Right. So it's and, like he did not learn how to like, like he didn't work through those problems and like properly cope with that trauma. His yeah. way of his way of doing that was like passing it on or being mm-hmm. like, if I do this to someone else, like maybe I'll like escape my feelings of it or like I'm gonna get my revenge on like someone else. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. kind of like uh like how some bullies are like they have issues at home right. and they bring it out on like the it's other, all it's it's just like the umbrella is revenge like yeah it's how like like um if someone were to like this is a question for people like if someone were to kill someone in your family would you go and kill them you know like that's yeah. something you gotta ask I, I know that's not the same as like r kelly this is all different thing but um like that's 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 a question that is polarizing. Like some people would be like, "Of course, where's the address? I'm killing that guy." Yeah. Or some people are gonna be like, "Like, that's not gonna solve anything," you know? Uh-huh. So, yeah, I don't know. Like an eye for an eye makes the world go blind. That's like another way I kind of look at it. Yeah. It's like cliche, but it's true. Um, <laughs> yeah. Another another cliche quote, but. What would you say was like the theme of Mr. Morale? Would you say it was that? Or would you say it was like something else? Um I feel like it was Yeah, I think I think that was one of the themes. Um because like I think as I'm looking at it now, I feel like the theme that I would like take away from the song is like you have these like demons you have these like negative parts of you that like you gotta like get under control yeah and like work through and like rise above it and like work through it yeah like like, that's why it's called mr morale it's like like this is the morale like you got this like like you can you can get through the shit that you're going through Uh uh-huh yeah like um yeah, I agree. I think it was like um overcoming these demons and not fighting the urge to, you know, take the other eye. Yeah. Cuz in the beginning um, in the beginning of both verses uh he talks about just like dealing with the demons that he has and um like he was talking about, like detox and meditation. It's so, like just yeah. saying, like, dude, get help. Like, yeah. work on becoming like healthier. Like, focus on like how you can better yourself. Mm-hmm. You know. So I feel like it's like the whole like it, it, this song is just about like the positive ways of coping. Yeah, and like the, the things that have worked for him are like, um. He he says like he talks about like forgiveness and like he's sacrificing himself to like start the healing. So it's uh-huh. just like him saying like he's just like talking about these things that he feel like he feels like he's putting his career on the line. 
because a lot of people are gonna like that's the whole theme of this album it's like it's it's gonna be like a pretty like it's gonna be a somewhat controversial album but yeah. it feels like it's like necessary yeah um but yeah yeah i think i think that like address that song mm-hmm. um and yeah just like the part is just like he's just like yeah 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 that part is just like <laughs> that part <laughs> just gets me going every time uh-huh. yeah <laughs> oh man all right, so we got we got two more songs left, guys. If you guys are still listening, fucking shout out, right? <laughs> For like, real. honestly, because holy shit, uh, we're tired, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, so we got got Mother I Sober up next. This song, like, I got I feel like I got the most chills from the song out of like all the songs on the album, mm-hmm. just because I don't know why it's just like. I think it was just like the 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 slow development of the strings coming into the beat uh towards the end like the ending verse and him like uh cuz it comes in right at the, like the beat makes sense for the theme of that moment so yeah. I'll try to explain you know what I mean it's like I'll try to explain to the audience cuz they might not understand like the the uplifting strings is just like him like coming to the realization of like the negative things that like he's believed and then like him coming to understand like he shouldn't believe those and like the way he's changed his beliefs and like how he's like come to all that change yeah and it's just like such a beautiful moment yeah i kind of looked at it as the way we're like in a story where you have like the big like final scene at the end and like you like you work through realizing mission yeah like you're realizing like what you've done like what you've been through right and yeah that's kind of how i was looking at that song yeah oh and also Um, like i was gonna say um do you have wait do you have something else you wanted to say oh i was gonna say and like kind of like a wake up like like a wake up call for him too because he's talking yeah. about, like it's called mother i'm so- yeah mother i sober so right like yeah like he's woken up he's changed yeah and also he's he's addressing how like um the so he, he is like he doesn't understand why when he tells his family that he wasn't like molested that they don't believe him, even though he feels that he's an honest person to his family. He's like, why, why do these people not like trust me? Like, so then it almost creates like trust issues for him. Right. Because his family's like, nah, your cousin touched you or like whoever it was that he was talking about. Um, And then he, his way of coping is the distraction of like i'm gonna make music and just focus on rap and then like that his problems like are built into him because of that and then later on it leads to him having more issues that he has to address and then he's like huh so my mother instilled this into me like these trust issues so then he goes back to his mother and he's like hey like why did you think that i was like like why would you just not believe me why did you not take my word and then he talks about in this song about how his mother was like 
you know, molested or like sexually harassed when she grew up. So for her, that was her way of just like being protective of him. And she felt like she was doing good because she was like, maybe he is lying because that's something that I went through Uh because it's like, she's looking at herself, but she wasn't looking at like her son as a different person who's Kendrick. And then that was him like understanding, wow, like that's why she did that. And then, yeah, it's just a whole thing. And then it's just like him coming to that realization. Yeah. It's just like such a crazy song. Um, and there's like a lot more in there too. <laughs> like he talks about yeah. his other issues too, but yeah. And like the whole end where he's just like, so I set my, so I set free. And he just talks about all the things like, it's almost like a positive affirmation. Yeah. yeah. That's what the ending is. It's a positive affirmation. And he's like, just like instilling these new thoughts into his head. And he's trying to do it constantly. Mm-hmm. And he's just like saying, I'm going to set free all these things that I don't want to feel anymore. And it's like, that's so awesome. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it still leaves me in shock. Like, um, do you have anything? I know I kind of just said a lot about it. <laughs> like I almost covered the, I basically covered the whole fucking thing. But if you have anything you wanted to add, you could add um, it. Yeah, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> like, like, I think, I think you did cover a lot, and um, I mean, yeah. Oh, and that's also like how he, because of that, like it's kind of the cause of him like having like self-esteem issues too. Like he like self-worth issues. Cause he's like, he's like the person that like, is like one of the people, like people, a lot of people that are like, your mother is the person that loves you the most. And it's just uh-huh. like for you to feel like your mother doesn't like trust you, even though like you've, you're so young, it's like, you're like, wow. Like my mother doesn't trust me. Like what am I, you know? Yeah. So, and it's like, that's what, I mean, that's, he talks about how that, like, insecurity, he actually talked about that in a different song. He talked about how that insecurity, like, drove him to success, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, he talks about that in father time, you know, too. So, like, yeah. there's probably some parallels that his mother and father, like, instilled in him without even knowing they did. Um, but yeah, and, uh, I'm trying to think of like an example of like something in my life that like because of the way I was brought up like it's kind of like hard stuff to talk about but I feel like um I feel like so I have like people in my family that they were brought up off of like a lot of um like chaos where it was very high stringed in the house. Uh-huh. Um, like where it's hard to explain, like, and because of that, like my parents will want to make everything like calm, like, and, but in a way where it's like, it's trying to like repress, like repress the addressing like the issue, you know what I mean? It's like you're repressing 
like what should be addressed. Like if there is a problem that goes on, it's like the conversation doesn't always, it either doesn't happen right away or doesn't happen in person. Uh And it's like, it's something that isn't like confronted. Um, But that's because like, like in their upbringing, it was like so confronted and it was so in your face and loud and stuff that it's like, they're like, I don't want to like, that's their, that, that's how they feel like they're like protecting me. You know what I mean? But then like the problem with that for me is like, I didn't understand that. Like when I was younger, you know, and being brought up. So when I, so as I like went about life, I was very, I was a very non-confrontational person. I wanted to avoid all confrontation. I want everyone to be happy. I wanted people like around me to like enjoy my presence, you know, and just like, I feel like I use comedy a lot, you know, it's just like, that's a way to like divert the confrontation or whatever it is. That's like a thing I've heavily done. But then like, now that I understand like, oh, that was like their form of protection. I understand like, maybe it's like, okay to be confrontational. And there's a way to do that, like maturely without it being like, so fired up. Um, But it's like, that's something I'm still working on. Cause sometimes like, when you don't have practice and you don't put in reps of like, maturely confronting people um you like you're like if you're out of practice like you're not gonna be good at it you're probably gonna be fired up you're not gonna know how to like calmly communicate your words so it's like learning that and then on top of that um i wanted to say one more point on it i'm like blanking on it um god this is so this is so important and i'm blanking on it but the anyways like the main thing is just like so it's like you got to practice that more oh and i was gonna say uh when it's someone else who is immature with confrontation they don't know how to like properly confront it's like that's an that's a whole nother level of maturity with confrontation where it's like yeah not everyone that you confront maturely will confront you maturely and you gotta understand that because like you were once at a point where you weren't able to do that yeah so it's like you gotta understand you can't control them so that's like another thing where i'm learning where it's like I got to be able to maturely confront people. And even when they immaturely react back to me, I still got to keep it mature back to them. Yeah. Because how do I expect them to ever change that if I react like, back? How to, how to react maturely. Yeah. Right. So that's like, that's a huge thing for me. Uh, and it's just like crazy, like having such an understanding of it now, because it's like something that you don't understand until you get older. Mm. oh yeah those that's so that's 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 how like that's my example i would say of like generational like shit and how that like affects you yeah crazy stuff crazy stuff um all right so did you want to say anything on mother eye sober or anything along any lines or should we move uh, nah, on to here? I had I had everything. Yeah, all right, we, cool. can, we can move on. All right, all right. Um, so mirror, we got the song mirror, and basically, Elijah. Oh, Elijah, what do you think of the production on mirror? Man, this production was great. Like I liked it. Sounded like the production on here. It sounded like people like like it sounded like yeah. people like clicking their tongues, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, 
dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it it's sounded like, like like you just got to get like a dance circle going or something. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, very, very it almost, like... It almost sounds like weirdly like... Uh, nah, never mind. I'm not going to say that. But uh, it, it, had, it had good production. <laughs> <laughs> I got to catch myself on certain things. Um, but yeah, like... Yeah. No, I have a feeling where you were going. <laughs> what, 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 what do you think I was going to say? Uh... I'm I'm not gonna say it, but <laughs> there you go. Maybe people are thinking it. Like I was but, gonna, t- I, I I I thought of it as just like I'm trying to think of a way to say this that isn't like ignorant. It's just like it sounds like honestly, just like I'll, when you're I'll with like it, a I'll group, you're with a group or a community, or like do you want to say it um, sounds it sounds it sounds uh just like very rooted uh and just like the African roots. Yeah, yeah, like I was gonna say, like almost tribal in a way. Yeah, like yeah, and I that's I wouldn't say that's like offensive, really, you know. But I think it's just because it's like the type of instruments that are chosen in it kind of yeah. give that feel, and just like the pace of mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, and then um, as far as like the the meaning of the song, this really wraps up the whole theme of the album of like putting himself first uh-huh. and how people don't understand. Like some people don't understand what putting yourself first means. Like people, some people, everyone has their own definition, like putting themselves first, but like Kendrick's is like, he's got to take like a step back to like mentally understand like his effect on people. Like that's yeah. him putting himself first. He's not putting himself first by like, I'm going to put out as many, albums as i possibly can and try to have like this success like all the success as a rapper so that's kind of like why he took that step back yeah um and i just love the chorus too just like him just yeah, kind of really like chorus too him like i feel like it's him kind of being ironic like like it may seem like it's genuine but he's like like kind of like being sarcastic about like choosing himself first he's like yeah. oh, he's like he's like this is what you want all right i choose me i'm sorry and he just says it like yeah a ton of times it basically be like why should i be apologetic about you know all that and like he even says like a whole thing about like um i think he says like you won't grow waiting on me you know because he was yeah. just talking about how like so many it, this is i feel like this song was just him to like address all like the massive fans that were like dude where's kendrick's music because i'm one of them you know oh yeah definitely i think i think we all were yeah i think anyone who <laughs> loves hip hop was waiting for kendrick's album yeah but uh yeah i i, I love this because it was just him it was just kind of like a big fuck you to like the people that were mad about him not releasing music uh-huh. and like i can respect that heavily <laughs> Yeah, because he's like, and this also goes back to like him realizing like he doesn't owe anyone anything, whether it's the fans, his family, his friends, you know. Yeah. Um. Because he says, like his like last like the last bridge before the final course, he's like, he's like, sorry, I didn't save the world, my friend. 
I was too busy, too busy building mine again because he's saying like uh-huh. he's just neglecting his real life, like and his like everything that was kind of around him for a yeah. long time. Yeah, it really it really seems like he he realized that he just needed to take some time and focus right. on himself, really. Like I like guess he was saying. Yeah, and he's saying like he's saying also it's him like another theme of the album is like he's saying like you don't you don't need me like i'm not the one who yeah. is like who's who's making you make music like you're you you know because yeah. like, like like he's, he's like he says he says when will you let he's like when will you let me go i trust you will find independence if not then all is forgiven you know yeah so yeah that's just him just being like you'll figure it out man yeah like yeah, you do. You gotta be. You gotta do what you do. Yeah, like you're. You're at the end of the day, like you're the one who's got to make your bed, and like, you know, it's it comes yeah. back to like the responsibility of your own life. So he's saying he took responsibility for his own life, and like now he's saying like go do it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I feel like that's that's a good way to close it off. Any any like final thoughts? Um, like as a whole on the entire album, I think I think the album was. I think this was the time that we're living in right now. I think like, and really just like with these past, I'll say like six months, I think like this was a great time for the album to come out, just with everything that's been going on. Yeah. And like I think that it it was needed because we got to talk about these things and like especially coming out of a we're starting to come out of a pandemic people are having going back to more normal interactions like and like how like we say we've fixed these issues and like we've worked on ourselves in like during the lockdown and the pandemic which i think a lot of people have but now it's like time to apply it yeah yeah i would say like my final thoughts i guess give like everyone a chance like yeah yeah you know um and give them to give them two chances you know yeah um definitely yeah that that would just that would just be my final thought that's just something that us our generation lacks and i feel like it's something that like kendrick is really trying to like get people to like really um work on uh-huh but yeah i mean there's there's so much in this album and i would i would say like you said like it's it was very needed in a time like this like someone needed to kind of make an album like this. Yeah. Um, I would say like if we're talking just like my rating of the album, I mean, I would say it's pretty close to perfect. Like I'd probably give it like a nine out of ten or like nine point five out of ten. Just cause yeah. I would say like there was really only one miss for me, but I like understand the angle of it. Like uh-huh. a rich spirit 
was a miss for me. Like I just didn't really fuck with that song, <laughs> like <laughs> sonically. But that's just that's just my opinion. That's yeah. just my opinion. Uh, some people might love that song. In fact, yeah. I feel like it's actually doing pretty good. Like that song is actually trending pretty, on like the yeah. pop charts. Yeah, you know. But like me personally, I was just like, eh, you know. Um, but yeah, like there's like not a lot that's wrong about this album. No. And just like everything, te- like technical wise, is like perfect down to a T. Yeah, I agree. So Every, yeah, I just I just like, don't think it's like I don't think it's like a I just don't think it's a perfect like for like it's not like one through eighteen perfect. That's the only yeah. reason why I wouldn't give it a ten out of ten. Yeah, but like meaning wise, absolutely a ten out of ten. Like the the con oh, yeah. the content like, the purpose conceptually conceptually 10 out of 10. amazing yeah and like yeah i don't know that's that's all i gotta say on it and as far as like how it ranks to his other kendrick albums like i mean that's hard to do like i i, yeah. I would still put to pimp a butterfly at the top yeah same. um i feel like it's between like and then i, I i'm i right now have like good kid mad city and Mr. Morale, Big Steppers, like I am like thinking about that, you know. I I yeah. think I would still put Good Kid Mad City above Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, you know? Yeah, same. But like it's not, it's not like I like can easily do that because they're both like super important. Like, yeah. you know, because I think like Good Kid Mad City is super important to the audience of like people coming from the hood, sort of yeah. thing. And like, just like obviously Compton, like it's, I feel like it's the album of Compton. Like it's Compton's album. That's the way uh-huh. I look at it. Um, and then, and Miss Morale and the Big Steppers is, it's a bit more broad of an audience. Like it's really just about like anyone with, it's about everyone with generational trauma. It's just what yeah. everyone in their life, the, the mental flaws that they have. Uh-huh. And then just like, I think Dam is good, but I just don't think. I think that's just on like the lower end. So, yeah. How how would you rank? Would you rank Sam? Yeah, I was I was gonna say uh, it's Pimp a Butterfly, and then Good Kid, Mad City, Mr. Morale, and then Damn. Yeah. Would you put and then? Would you put Section Eighty above Damn or below Damn? I would put it below, honestly. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know. I, I would have to think about. I would have to go back and listen to Section Eighty and Damn again. Uh huh. But there, are, there are definitely some bangers on Section Eighty. But I think oh, there's yeah, just definitely. like there's more like rich content that comes with Damn, and also just like the production of Damn is a lot more impressive than the production of Section Eighty. But I still love Section Eighty. Yeah, same. But yeah, all right. I think that's it, guys. Holy shit. If anyone watched man, all of this, thanks you guys for staying part... with us if you did. Yeah, Jesus, man. If anyone watched part one and part two, don't lie either. Like, yeah. if anyone does, like, fucking, you get to come on an episode or some shit. Cause, like, real, oh my God. You, you get to be an honorary guest. Like, dude, we've been running for like over two hours and 40 minutes. So, like, yeah. each episode is going to be like an hour and 20. Yeah. Yeah. But 
we're not gonna edit this tonight. All right, guys. No. Fucking, do you want? Do you want? Do you want to? Do you, uh, or I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say a little wise word at the end. Oh, a little yeah. wise thing that. Yeah. I well, have. I took a, away. This is a special, special one. So yeah, we'll each we'll each say some wise. Let's yeah. Let's let's each. I'm gonna do one. Yeah. Because this, when I heard this today, like, because I went to therapy today. Mm-hmm. When I heard this, I was like, I got so excited when I heard it for some reason. And like, I'm going to like say this a lot now. Yeah. He basically said like, he he was talking about how you can't control like misinterpretations of people. So he basically was like, he was like, let people underestimate you. He said, let them underestimate you. And when I heard that, I was like, mm. and let the light sink in. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to let them underestimate me, you know? Yeah. Like that is so like, that is such a great way to be motivated. Cause it's like, that's fine. Like you don't get it. Like you don't understand my work ethic or my passion or like how much I care. And like, you might eventually see it, but who knows, whatever. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you like misinterpret that about me. So that, that is my, that's my wise words to anyone listening. Good wise words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I would say my wise words for everybody listening is um try to try to be forgiving to mm. people and give them a give them a second chance. I know it's like like we said earlier, it's like a cliche and right. kind of like you could say basic, but um, people don't do it. People don't do it. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. So just, just be forgiving and oh, try yeah. to, try to understand where people like why people do the things they do. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. Goated, goaded episode. Yes. I don't care what anyone says. This is goaded. And if, yeah. yeah. If you don't think yeah. otherwise, then <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> all that mature talk, fuck all of you. Don't yeah. <laughs> After all talking right, guys. about everything, yeah. <laughs> you get Leave the a like, <laughs> subscribe, follow our Instagram account. It fucking takes five seconds. It's Rapper's Light Podcast. That's all you got to look it. up. We're Do out. It. Peace out. Peace.